To be transgender is kind of like, so you're physically, say, a boy, but inside you feel like you want to be and you are like a girl. For people like me sometimes, it just feels like I'm put on this spot to like sing a song, but I don't know what song I'm supposed to sing. You just like feel like you're not what you are and you want to be the other. So I started seeing differences or um, tendencies towards being female um, in my child when she was about 18 months old. You know, we didn't know if it was a phase or if it was just pretend or dress up or anything. So um, we had a very gender neutral household and gender neutral toys. So it, it really wasn't an issue. Um, it wasn't until preschool when um, there started to be a, a way of being at home and a way of being outside of the home that started to differentiate itself. But it wasn't until second grade when my child came to me and said, mommy, can I please be a girl full time instead of just at home and then I was like oh, okay now I need to get serious and find out what this really is and that's when I first learned about um, the word transgender. So I had always known that my sister like liked being a girl but I hadn't known like that she was transgender and like all the details of it until so my mom told me one day she told me that she had been doing research she found this conference which we've been going to every year now and decided that it would be a good idea for us to go to learn more about all this stuff. And so um, we went, and that's really where I first learned about it. For each of us, it was a awakening moment where we just said, oh, okay, now we know about something. We, <laughs> we at least can start. We have a place to start. And so it was empowering for my children in particular, I think, because before they, they didn't know what to say when people asked and they didn't know how to, my older daughter likes to defend my younger daughter, but she didn't really have the words for it or the language for it. And so once we got that going, that, that really helped all of us, I think. I learned a lot about like, really just how my sister was feeling, not because she came out and told me, but because there were lots of other kids in my age group who were going through the same thing or whose siblings were, um, so I think that was really the point where we sort of just switched. I got used to the idea pretty quickly, mainly because she's my sister and all, but um, I'm really careful when other people are talking about her and stuff, just like making sure everything is like the way she wants it. Um, so yeah, I kind of feel like I'm in charge of taking care of her. When my, my youngest child was still living in the exterior world as a boy, um, she had really long hair and has a very pretty face and wore clothes that were kind of gender neutral, so most people thought she was a girl anyway. <laughs> so it, it really wasn't even an issue. Um, kids that are, you know, seven, eight years old, sometimes it's hard to even know what gender they are, so it really didn't come up very much. Uh, the first time that I really um, noticed it had to do with the bathroom and um, that our child wasn't using the bathroom and was holding it the whole day and not drinking during the school day and having really chapped lips, didn't want to drink because didn't want to use the bathroom um, because she just didn't know what bathroom to go into. And in kindergarten, they just had a single-use bathroom in the classroom, but once they got up into second grade and stuff, there were gender-separated bathrooms. So when we made the transition um, to the new school, you know, I talked to the principal and the, the counselor there, and they um, did a training with the teachers in the grade. Luckily. Um, you know, there are protections in place that the children can use the bathroom with which they identify, so 
teachers have been really great. Um, there was a period, I'd say maybe about nine months or a year, where we had separation with family, we had separation with friends, and it was kind of like we had to clean our house and get rid of all the people that were going to bring in negative influences and find out who our allies were and who wanted to be part of our lives. And, you know, that's not an easy thing, but um, it was a good thing to do. I want my child to have all the tools that she needs to deal with all the crazy that's going to come. Um, the struggle she's going to have with finding jobs and with accessing education and, you know, finding her partners and, and things like that. So as long as she gets her education and a strong sense of self and grounding and self-worth and can maintain that through puberty and through early adulthood. I think those are really tough times for all human beings. And, and then I think she'll be fine and she'll find the right place to live and to prosper and to make her contribution to the world. Don't feel the need to figure it all out immediately. Um, just let children develop however they're going to develop and you don't need to, there's no timeline for that, you don't need to put a label on that. So many children are not um, one way or another way or you know the, the, the process can take years and years and it can keep moving for the rest of their life. They can move um, up and down the, the spectrum, they can identify in many different ways, sometimes they don't identify with any gender and, and so I think that it's, it's got to be okay, you've got to make it okay as a parent for your child to be whoever they are. It's not a perfect world. They can't automatically be born the gender that they feel. Only this person really and honestly knows how they feel, and no one else really knows that because they can't, like, read thoughts or something. That's just science fiction. So if a person says that they feel a certain way, you should just believe them. If everyone could sort of just make an effort to appreciate and accept everyone who's transgender, it would just make the world a better place for